This is 5 Minutes with Mike. Our news, our voice, and our opinion. With your host, Michael Beckford. Now stop, listen, and pay attention for 5 Minutes with Mike. Welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes with Mike. I am your honorable host, Michael Beckford. Yes, that's me. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much for hitting that um, like and subscribe button. We definitely need your support. This episode is Black Men Love Snow Bunnies. <laughs> Um, and also this episode of Five Minutes Mike is sponsored by Let's Get Published. Over 80% of the people in the world believe that they have a book to write, but only a few people actually get a chance to publish their book. Without Let's Get Published course, it takes away the guessing game to become a published author in the book publishing industry. So stop procrastinating about writing a book and let's get published. Our link is in the description below. As I said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, Welcome to another episode of 5 Minutes with Mike, and today's topic is Black Men Love Snow Bunnies. Snow Bunnies! Um, if you didn't get an opportunity to take a look at the Breakfast Club recent episode Dr. Umar Johnson, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Dr. Umar Johnson um, is a well-known psychologist and pan-Africanist um, who was on the Breakfast Club earlier this month, and he vividly spoke about the epidemic of snow bunnies a.k.a. white women, and black men dating. Dr. Umar Johnson's opinion is not new. He's been on The Breakfast Club a number of times preaching the same gospel. But recently there was an incident with T.J. Holmes and his white married co-host on Good Morning America, for which there was a matter of adultery at stake. Dr. Umar Johnson broke down in his opinion what white men perceive as worthy White women not to be touched by any other race. Now, in my opinion, the jury is still out in regards to that specific breakdown. But talking about Johnson had some very valid points in regards to interracial dating, especially when it comes down to a poor white woman who was able to lock down an up and coming NBA, NFL, rapper, whatever, you name it, any particular star, etc., now, on to my next segment, which I amply title Interracial Indiana. Uh, that was about two to three years ago, I had the privilege to work in Indiana. Um, I actually worked in the Big Bend area near Notre Dame, to be exact. And, uh, of course, I'm originally from Miami, Florida, for those of you guys that do not know this. And Miami is a melting pot of all type of racial ethnicities, religions, etc. But, <laughs> I must say... When I went to Indiana, <laughs> that was a bit of culture shock to me to see all of the biracial kids in Walmart. Like, seriously, it was at least 30 to 40 percent of the store with a mixed race child or adult that I walked past. 30 to 40 percent. So that automatically tells me that black men and white women indeed are smashing. And they are smashing a lot in Indiana and also nationwide, of course. But 
I guess the shock of it all was because of the fact that this town that I went to, it's not a big town. It's not a, you know, big known city like Chicago, Miami, Detroit type of place. But granted, it was a college town or whatever. But to just see that many biracial kids and or adults was, it was mesmerizing to me. Like all these kids with the curly hair and this like light skin or whatever, you know, it just was, it was crazy. Um, and including adults as well. A lot of biracial adults was there too. On to my last point. Is dating outside your race harmful to your community? I have to say an astounding yes. Dating outside of your race can be harmful to your community. Not only is it biblical, but for a lot of us, it's also practical. Now, as a disclaimer, I am not against interracial marriage or interracial dating. But I can surely understand the points for which Dr. Uma Johnson presented in the Breakfast Club uh, episode um, in the matters that concerns the black community. So let me take you down a little story here. Imagine there's a black man who can do whoever he wants, whatever he wants, whenever he wants. But let's just say this black man loves his snow bunnies. He dates outside of his race and he's a wealthy black man. A wealthy black man. He doesn't necessarily pick up some poor white girl as, you know, Dr. Umar Johnson talked about. But let's just say he had a middle class white woman from a working family background. You know, that's where she came from. Her family worked, whatever. They wasn't living off the hog. But now this black man who is wealthy not only dates her but decides to wed her. Then they start a family and start having biracial children. Nothing wrong with that. But the fact of the matter is this. The wealthy black man now transferred his wealth to this middle class white woman who received the majority of the benefits of his wealth. This same wealth which could have been passed on to a sister, a.k.a. black woman. And now his children, of course, will also be receivers of this wealth. But now they have to deal with their own identity crisis as being a biracial child here in America. As I stated, there's nothing wrong with a person choosing to have an interracial marriage. But there is a reason why, my, why most Indians marry other Indians, Chinese marry other Chinese, and so on and so forth. Why? Because they understand the power of building generational wealth and carrying on the legacy of your bloodline within your race. Going back to the Bible. Now, when you go out and have sex with a white woman, you're not going to have a black child. Okay, it's just not biologically possible for that just to happen. You're going to have a biracial child who can now identify as either race, which mostly depends on their skin tone. Henceforth, look at Patrick Mahomes' child, his daughter. Um, now, this truly dilutes your bloodline and also the wealth within your people. So what's your last point, Michael? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Blacks are no longer the majority minority here in America. Hispanics have taken on that role. When your race of people no longer matter to a nation that is always brutalized and been institutionalized, enslaved, you both physically and mentally and continue to create laws and rules to put you back in slavery, aka the school to prison pipelines, then it does matter a bit who you decide to sleep with when it comes down to finances and the generational power that one can yield when you all stick together as a people. Now let's get into some black facts. Did you know? The first recorded 
interracial marriage in North American history took place between John Rolfe and Pocahontas in 1614. In Colonial Jamestown, the first biracial Americans were the children of white, black, white Indian, and black Indian unions. This has been another moment of black facts. Now, let's take them to church. Hallelujah. None of us had a choice as far as what race that we were to be born into and what religion our parents were to practice. But we do have a choice with who we sleep with that night. And if you're someone that's been on the fence when it comes down to writing a book, take our Let's Get Published course with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Your book can be the next book that moves the masses in our communities. Stop procrastinating and let's get published today. Link is in the description below. And if you like this episode, please like and hit that subscribe button. 5 Minutes of Mike is written, produced, and directed by Michael D. Beckford. All rights reserved, copyright 2018-2022 by Speak Publishing International and the Michael Beckford Media Group LLC production. Thank you for listening and watching.